0: If you're looking for a community that includes worship, prayer, connections, encouragement, and the Word of God, then you're in the right place. Welcome to the God Spot Podcast, powered by Elevated Faith. You're listening to the God Spot powered by Elevated Faith. My name is BJ.
1: And I'm Allie.
0: <laughs> How are you doing? <laughs> How are you doing?
1: I'm doing good, doing good. Hanging in there, I mean. It's
0: lockdown day 1038.
1: That's what it feels like, right? I
0: thought Sometimes. about it the other
1: day. We were watching The Hunger Games. That's what I feel our life is
0: like right now. The Hunger Games. <laughs> <laughs> if you if you go to the Walmart parking lot, it it has they have these portable speakers uh-huh. uh, that are um, playing in, in every so often in the parking lot, what? and it sounds like The Hunger Games. And it's like thank you for shopping at Walmart. Please remember social distancing and please remember to wash your hands and all this stuff. And it is the guy's voice is so creepy. Is um, it at all
1: the Walmarts or the one the in Walmarts, Apple Valley? Yeah.
0: All of them? All the Walmarts. Oh, yeah. I'm going yeah, to have it, to take a trip
1: just to hear that.
0: <laughs> yeah, you don't have to go to your car or nothing. Uh, it's freaky. Oh, yeah. No. I
1: want to hear it.
0: Yeah, I'm going to no, have to, yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's definitely
1: interesting Games. yeah it's been really interesting so
0: yeah it is uh yeah, and I think I've been talking to a lot of people um and especially the last couple of days this is uh at least what I'm observing is this is the point a lot of people are are starting to get a little restless and a little more anxious and yeah, uh, like, yeah. okay um I'm, I'm done social distancing I'm done I'm done staying home and yeah. stuff like that and so yeah yeah
1: it's, so it's, uh, it's, go ahead it's definitely
0: difficult it's definitely difficult
1: yeah because you know and especially when you have kids we only have the one but i can't imagine having more than one and you know having to really just you know kind of keep to the in the not necessarily in the house but at home can't take them out to the parts can't you know it's hard after a while it's kind of like hmm, okay we need to Uh, something needs to change
0: right and of course you guys uh like a lot of uh parents, grandparents across the country are playing the role of teacher.
1: Yeah.
0: How's that going for you
1: guys? Oh, well, actually the teacher, uh, we've now, I've kind of been demoted. So mama teacher, yeah, 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 yeah. So mama teacher is here now, so.
0: Oh, that's Ah, right, that's right.
1: Yes, yes. So mama has moved in and so we're getting ready to weather this last leg of this, this, you know, this stay at home order all together. And, yeah, so he didn't want me to help him this morning. He was like, no, you're not my teacher. I was like, excuse me?
0: Wow.
1: Yeah. He said, I said, well, who is your teacher? She is my mama. I was like, oh, good. I'm hands Ooh. off. Bye.
0: Bye. <laughs> you got I demoted want, so fast.
1: <laughs> I did not want to help you anyway.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, you guys at The Rock um, did something. When our listeners are hearing this, is going to be a couple weeks past Easter.
2: But at <laughs> The Rock...
0: You guys' online service at Easter. You guys did something that was really cool and I haven't seen uh, any other church do. You want to break that down for everybody? Whoop,
1: whoop! <laughs> I am, this, this, man, I'm so excited. I am so excited. So, like I posted in, in Elevated Faith, most most that know us and those that don't, we go to the church, Rock Asperia, and under the leadership of Pastor Jeff and Jennifer Little, And so come Easter Sunday, the plan was we were going to, we were planning to do baptisms. So we come to church Easter Sunday, we do baptisms. Well, everything got changed. So we're like, okay. So Pastor Jeff then says, all right, well, this is what we're going to do. We're going to go ahead and we're going to go and those that were getting baptized will get baptized at home. So Will and I are already on it because we've done it before. We're like, score! Yes, this is awesome. And so they kind of we did a we did a you know a pre meeting before the actual. And everybody that was um, you know scheduled to get baptized, they did it in their own homes. And it was even more special for us because Jaden is seven, and so it really touched our hearts because I was like, I mean, he was ready. He knew it. It wasn't like we you know coaxed him or nothing like that he already knew so that was that was like the critical point right there like okay so even had in the meeting when we were all on zoom together you know um john and pastor jeff were trying to talk to him and he was just being goofy and i was like oh god this is so bad like (laughs) pastor jeff's kind of like yeah he ain't ready you know but when it came down to it you know he you know Gigi asked him the questions, and he was just like, yeah, you know, he's in my heart, and he's in heaven, and I was like, "Ah!" and one of the couples, actually, they baptized each other, oh my gosh, Vince and Cassie, that was so awesome to see, I mean, imagine us, you know, we're on the other end too, and we're just like, This is so cool! Like that was awesome. It was so awesome. So anybody who wants to see it, the link, the YouTube video is at up on Elevated Faith, and you can see the different baptisms there. Yeah. I add
0: something yeah. Yeah. It was. You don't mind. Was that
3: well? I said, "Can I add something there, if you guys don't mind? I know I was here flying the wall. I was supposed to be a fly in the wall,
1: but he just became a <laughs> mosquito, y'all." <laughs> <laughs> but it, it,
3: it, it also it it also takes off that stigmatism that you know you have to be a pastor to baptize somebody you just have to be a disciple you have to be a christian oh, who yeah. to yeah. to to connect with somebody else and if you leaded somebody to christ you have you can actually baptize them right then and there just as uh yeah. as as they baptized a eunuch as peter baptized a eunuch walking mm-hmm. in the desert yeah the oasis so you just have to be a follower of christ to baptize you don't yeah. have to be a pastor you don't have to um, be this big reverend or something like that, but just right. to make
0: sure that, yeah, the, yeah.
1: The yeah. so that was real, that was cool, that was real exciting. Yeah,
0: it, it, yeah. It's it's funny you mentioned that, Will, because actually, as I was watching that video, um, I had a, a, a open up a conversation with somebody, um, and they're like, Well, I thought you had to be a pastor to uh mm-hmm. to baptize, and then I was able to throw out a couple, of, go into the Bible a little bit. Um, I can only wrap up my head, think of a couple places, but. Um, and COVID kind of broke down what you did, but uh, I would encourage our listeners to go check that video out on Elevated Faith. Yeah. Um, it is a really cool video. And another example of uh, the church is not the four walls of the
1: church. That's right. That is absolutely correct. And, um, I was talking this mor I was talking this morning with someone and, um, we were just explaining, I was like, we're, you know, she's just kind of like touching base, you know, touching base with me and stuff and just checking in. And then she's just like, you know, Allie what do you think about this whole thing? And I said, you know what, I said, this is a time, this is truly a time, the word that has been is revival. This is a time, you know, there's going to be revival in the homes with the families, you know, social media is changing. I know for me, myself, I can see the difference It's not, you know, still is, you know, the, the kookiness and all of that kind of stuff. But the, and sometimes it's not always God, but it's a more positive You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's a shift. It's shifting. It's definitely, and we can't have, we couldn't have that shift without the Lord. Definitely. It's the Lord that's doing that. And this is, this is going to be more, I I told her, I said, I would like to even do an episode where we do some serious research and bring to the listeners the, how the church has been impacted virtually. You know what I'm saying? What right. does that look like coming out of this? Mm-hmm. And so right. that would be real interesting, you know, to bring the listeners to that and do some research and, you know, kind of do that. I think that would be amazing.
0: I think that's a huge, a huge thing. I mean, it, I've said it and we, we've talked about it before, about yeah. the gospel being available more now than ever. Yeah. And more people are being brought to Christ. For example, uh, Pastor Greg Glory and Harvest Church, mm-hmm. um, I, I think it was two Sundays ago um when uh we had a they had 11,000 commitments.
1: Ooh, that's and that's you know, online 11, 000, guys. You know. That is online. And, uh, so you know because you're bright, because you know what and, and and we do still need to come together in fellowship. Yeah, I'm not saying absolutely. that. We still need that. But what I'm saying for this this specific time that the Lord has set aside, it's it's magnifying because this is taking people that probably would not have ever wanted, like Stephen Furtick said on Sunday, he said, you know, this takes that awkwardness out of coming into a church for that first time, somebody, or that prodigal son or daughter, you know, this is taking that awkwardness out and just coming before the Lord, just because there's nobody there, you know, they don't feel judged, they don't feel People are watching them. They don't feel like, oh, you know, or the people that feel that you know are aren't as extrovert. Like, oh, I gotta go in here, and these, you know, people I don't know are gonna hug me. They're gonna want to touch me, or somebody that's going through something. You know, I just want to come in. I just want to sit down. I just want to get a word, and I want to be able to leave out. You know, and so you know,
0: yeah, and it's uh, and and I think for a lot of churches, it has forced them. To catch up with the the way that information is being delivered, yeah. Because unfortunately, there were a lot of churches that weren't really using the internet to the best of their ability. Right. But now they've their hands have kind of been tied in the sense of if they want to deliver the gospel, that's really the only way they're able to right now. That's it. Yeah. And and I mean, you can like it or 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 not, but the reality is is a lot of people are now go to social media to get their news and to get their information. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And if you're church if your ministry doesn't have a presence there exactly um, it's hard to deliver that message you know and so I think coming out of this I do think revival is coming and it's not I'm not talking about next year coming yeah. very soon. soon you know it's yeah. actually even here yeah <laughs> families are praying together <laughs> yeah are starting to pray together you know mm-hmm. and people are starting to come together and I think uh when this is when, when we're back into the quote-unquote normal of things I don't think our normal is going to look like what it was prior to this
1: I pray not I pray it doesn't I, I pray I really really pray because I you know it would be it, it's a it, it, it's kind of a, an emotional thought to think that we could have this time that the Lord has given us and then just kind of go <laughs> never mind just kidding and right. just you know and just kind of yeah. people still miss it
0: yeah right you know and and in order to uh, go from our old, our old normal to our new normal, it takes people, it takes churches, it takes governments, and it yeah. takes just uh, the whole entire community coming together, and Absolutely. it takes people that are willing to make a difference and an impact yeah, in the community.
1: exactly. And, you know, and even even during this time that, you know, the stay-at-home, you know, order or, you know, the theme in um, <laughs> the new word, essential you know, who determines the essential. We have some essential people in our community that are not nurses. They're not doctors. They're not first responders. And they're putting themselves out there on a weekly basis, reaching our community, you know, um, you know bringing a word, bringing a prayer, bringing, you know, just some light and some, some hope, you know, to hope, you know.
0: Yeah. And I, I actually think we have somebody like that joining us today.
1: I We do. You like how we led into that, right? right. Ah, I am excited. So, BJ, go ahead.
0: So, we have a, a special <laughs> guest with us today, and uh, he has a uh, organization called Restore Unity. It does a lot of, of, mm-hmm. of powerful, impactful stuff in the community, and uh, I could go on and on. I, I've only known him for a short period <laughs> of time, but uh, he's a fantastic man of God, and Thirsty for the word, thirsty just to have an impact in the community, and uh, I'm gonna let him kind of dive into more what he does and everything like that. Uh, But we we want to welcome Aaron
2: to the show.
1: Hi, Aaron. Welcome to the God Spot.
2: Thank you guys for having me on.
1: Absolutely, we are excited. I'm glad you've taken this time to be with us and to kind of hang out and and tell our listeners what's happening. You know. I'm glad we have this platform because a lot of people, our, our listeners don't know. Our community doesn't always know. You know, we yeah. put it out on social media, but still we need it to be out there. So I'm glad you're, you know, decided to come hang out and let us know, kind of update on, update us.
2: Definitely. Well, I appreciate it. So Restore Unity is a, is a nonprofit <laughs> service provider. Uh, we utilize many different resources all the way from federal, state, down to the local. Um, right now, our target audience is is the homeless. Mm -hmm. And, uh, it's been, it's been quite the journey over the last few months. Um, we started December 20th and, uh, it's been, it's been life-changing for me and for the people we serve. Um, Nice. Yeah. It's been incredible.
1: So tell us, Aaron, how, tell us the conception of restored unity. Take us there. How?
2: Well, you know, at first, um, most of my life I worked in construction And uh, so I I spent a lot of my time in a tractor just thinking and my wheels turning. And and I I gave my life to the Lord about seven years ago. And about three years in, he put this idea on my mind and uh, I just couldn't get it out. So I Mm -hmm. I, I just kept stewing on it, kept thinking on it and thinking. And then finally, I find myself uh, sitting behind a computer (laughs) with an exempt status and uh, ready to go and serve. So I started out with uh, my family, Uh, my mom, Laura Kaler, my wife, Whitney, and then I, Mm -hmm. we, we just put our minds together and our resources together and God started opening the door left and right.
0: Uh, nice. so
2: our, yeah. Our, our initial concept was a food truck that we were going to go in and, and go reach the homeless in that way. And uh, I went down to the city and the County and looked up all the the permits and requirements to get that going. And God put it on my heart to go down and see the Victor Valley rescue mission. Uh, mm. so I went, yeah. I went down there and uh, just walked in, asked if I could start volunteering, kind of wanted to see how, how the nonprofit community works. and. Uh, and just how they operate. And she asked me, she said, you want to talk to our executive director? And I was like, sure. (laughs) So I walked in there and uh, he says, hi guys, you know, my my name is Bill. What can I do for you? I told him we started a nonprofit coming out of construction and I have no idea what I'm doing. (laughs) 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 Nice. Yeah, and I I just want to serve. And he kind of looked at me funny and he said, okay, all right, well, tell me what you're doing. Uh, So I told him about the food truck and uh, he says, Aaron, I think you're an answer to a prayer. We've been praying for a long time.
1: Oh right then and
2: there it was just it was confirmation um so that opened up a, a really a really beautiful partnership and we've been able to use their their mobile shower and bring it over to Hesperia, and uh it's it's been beautiful
1: so aaron okay so you just mentioned something so you mentioned um victorville's mobile shower what give us information on that what
2: is that so they they have a mobile shower that runs to different areas throughout the high desert um, they, they run in Victorville, Apple Valley, and then over in Hesperia. Okay. And, yep. They just they, they put people through their training. You get volunteered and cleared to drive the vehicles, and then you could pick it up and, and pretty much take it anywhere you want as long as you're within the schedule, and uh, that's, that's been amazing.
1: So, so you guys get this. So you guys are on, um, is it like a rotating schedule, or what is that schedule? What it, tell, it, tell us, what does that look like?
2: Yeah, they have their, their lead volunteer, and she, she runs it the majority of the time. And so mm-hmm. they run it at the mission itself on Wednesdays, and then they take it out to uh, Set Free Church on Saturdays. Mm, and, okay. It's been, yeah, it's been at the, the homeless shelter in Victorville, Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays, and they're showering about 40 people a day down there.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah, nice. Yeah. So now, where does – okay, so where is Restore Unity – serving the community at where where are you guys what's going on
2: we're located in in Hesperia off uh, i Avenue 9608 Mm -hmm. i Avenue and uh, we partnered with uh, Jubilee Outreach so I I I walked in there one day and they happened to be organizing their uh, homeless outreach ministry team so they just started Mm -hmm. it was brand new and then I walked in and said hey you know I could get my hands on a mobile shower and some clothes and some food and so we ended up partnering and coming together and uh, it's just, we've had, we've made a huge impact already in a few months in this area.
1: So how long, how many people do you think, um, how many lives are you touching? Because uh, you guys only, you guys are only there on Fridays?
2: Uh, Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays. But oh, our event, okay. Our main event runs on Fridays. And then okay. on Tuesdays and Thursdays, I would focus on uh, placing people. So going through an organization called Connect IE. Mm -hmm. helping people get into either assisted living or helping with utilities. um, Mm. So that's what I focus on on Tuesdays and Thursdays.
1: Okay. And so what are you focusing on on Fridays? What does Friday look like?
2: So on Friday, um, we open up and we have a clothing closet, uh, the hot shower, a hot meal, and a food bank. So we call them in and uh, give them new clothes and they Mm -hmm. get a fresh shower. Yep, they get all cleaned up. And uh, during on Fridays we we target anybody in need. So the okay. homeless come and they you know they're there every Friday, but we're also targeting low income. So we have the clothes and the food for anybody in need.
1: Okay. And so when you guys when you're um, when you're there on Fridays, you got this hot meal, um, which I know they're absolutely thankful for because if they're homeless, they don't know where their next meal is coming from. And then they have a hot meal on top of that. Um, Are you guys ministering to them in any kind of way
2: or? Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, After we first, we meet those physical needs, uh, Mm -hmm. there's a sense of value restored. Mm -hmm. So they feel comfortable to sit down with us and and to share a meal. So on average before COVID, uh, we would have about 20 Mm -hmm. to 25 volunteers so it opened up a lot of opportunity for one-on-one fellowship and ministering and <clears throat> getting to hear their story and their side of things. Um, we actually have one couple that they started coming to the events and about, about a month in, um, I ran into them at the 99 cent store and mm-hmm. they had gotten into a little spiff. They were kind of upset with each other. Uh, but the, the husband said, "You know, I've been living this way for so long and I got so used to, to living in fields and in bushes And now we started coming to your events and I've started praying. I have a relationship with God again, and I don't know what to do with my life.
1: Oh, wow. Uh,
2: It was, it was powerful. And uh, so I knew, I said, you know, God's doing something in their life. And uh, now currently they're off the streets living with a family member in Phelan.
1: Oh, wow.
2: And now their hearts are on ministry. And he's asked me if I know anyone looking for a guitar player for a worship team. What? Yeah.
1: All right, <laughs> listeners, if you're in a church and you guys need someone to play guitar on the worship team, let us know.
0: Yeah, you know, Definitely. Aaron, on, on, uh, on Fridays, so you guys give them, not just they walk with groceries, but they're, they're getting a, a, a an actual shower, a, a, you know, they're able to clean themselves physically, and, and then they have the hot meal, and there's a lot of food banks that don't do the shower, don't do the hot meal. What do you think, what does it mean to you guys, to you that's running this organization uh, to be able to provide the shower and the hot meal, not just the food bank? Mm.
2: Um, Well, the the idea of the shower is is to clean them up first so they, they feel comfortable with us. And then you sit down with the meal and there's a, you get that sense of family. And mm. a sense of community when you're sharing a meal with somebody so after they're all cleaned up and showered they the, the key is just comfort and relationship and that seems to be what's working the, the most for us is relationship and since mm. we have so many volunteers um, it, it seems we can kind of they can they can pick and choose who they want to connect with so for some reason, they'll look at somebody and kind of stereotype and say, I don't feel comfortable with them. I feel comfortable. <laughs> so it, it, it's, there's so much opportunity there to, to minister and, and right. in spirit and transformation.
1: Right. Now, how, uh, do you guys offer, um, now your volunteers, they come from various backgrounds, different churches. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. Now, um, for somebody that's listening that is in the, in the high desert that says, hey, I may want to be, I may want to, you know, this is something I've been wanting to get involved in for a long time but didn't know how. Um, is there, I want to say, I don't want to make it sound so um, so clinical or, you know, so strict, but is there a prerequisite if somebody says, hey, I want to be a part of this? Is there like a prerequisite? You have to be a believer. You have to be in a church. What What is that? look like?
2: Um, No, we, we pretty much open our doors to anybody who has a heart to serve. Uh, We have no right to turn anyone away and we're all Mm -hmm. children of God and there's opportunity at, at, at every angle. Mm -hmm. Uh, So if people want to come in and serve because they have a heart for community, but don't know the Lord, that's Mm -hmm. just an opportunity for us to introduce him. Nice. That's, that's where we see it. We just have a a couple documents you got to sign and uh, pretty much that's it. You're ready to go.
1: Nice, nice. So um, so tell me what happens, um, give, us a, give us an average Friday, like a typical Friday, like walk us through that.
2: So a typical Friday, um, we're usually there most of the day getting the meal ready and the groceries ready. Um, and it happened to work out that the, the food bank distribution is right around the corner from us.
1: So, what?
2: Yeah, that's really convenient. Um, and that
1: food, and that one is
2: is who? That is high desert second chance.
1: Yes, we're giving shout outs, guys. <laughs>
3: yes. And,
2: yes, they are they are amazing. They yes. uh, they, they yeah. provide food to about, I think they said about 66 organizations. Wow. Yes. So they're they're doing great work.
1: Yeah, they are. Yes, they are. Okay. So go ahead.
2: <laughs> so we uh, we get the shower there about two thirty ish and then get it set up. And normally we have a few people there, um, even the people we serve already volunteering and and mm-hmm. helping out in any way they can, and then uh, we've got the food bank going the entire time from three to five, and then the hot meals going the entire time. And normally, um, before the COVID, we had a fellowship hall open to where people could come in and sit down and actually enjoy that time, enjoy mm-hmm. being indoors. Um, and then that's just where the magic happens is in the relationship, right?
1: Yes. And that, and it definitely sounds like it because now you're able to go out to the 99 cent store in the community and see people that, you know, you've, you've, you know, hands have been, you've touched them clearly, you know, spiritually, physically in those areas. And, you know, they're like, Hey, yeah, we're going through this, but this is where God has taken us. So that is definitely, that is definitely the development of relationships. Mm
0: -hmm. You know, and piggybacking off of that, uh, I I spent some time with uh, Aaron and his wife a a couple of times. And one thing I've heard you guys mention Aaron is talking about seeing this person or that person out. And uh, you know, whenever you guys are out doing, doing whatever, and you guys would end up taking them to lunch or taking them to dinner. That's something that you don't see uh, a lot of people doing. Uh, What's your theory or thought process behind, if you see somebody that's maybe come a couple of times and you see them out uh, and you offer to take them out for a meal. A lot of people would say, why? You don't really know that person. Mm.
2: Mm. Well, the, the goal is to get to know them. And uh, it's, it's sad to say, but unfortunately, a lot of the homeless have burned so many bridges over the years. Um, it's, hard, it's hard to burn this bridge. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, uh, I, I tell them all the time, um, I tell you like, I'll, I'll, go out in those fields. I'll hunt you down and I'll find you. Oh, they okay. Clap, they laugh and they say, I know you will. Um, <laughs> really the goal is, is just, um, giving them a, a strong relationship and someone that they can count on to where if mm. I, if I see them, you know, in, in the middle of the night, um, they're walking around Taco Bell or something. I stop and say, hi, I've made it a goal. Every time I see someone I know on the streets, I'm going to stop and say hi. And, um. The, the, the reactions, I guess the results have been incredible because you run into them at 10 o'clock at Taco Bell and, mm-hmm. and all kinds of opportunities open up to, to just minister to fellowship and, and just to be their friend, to be right. family. You know, we're all children of God, brothers and sisters in Christ. And, and I yes. want them to feel that love. You know, if I, saw, if I saw my mom walking down the street, you know, I'd stop.
1: Right, <laughs> right. Just, yeah, Absolutely. Yeah what an what an amazing heart that you have for that i mean cuz not everybody has you know not everybody has that and so it it let alone to have the heart to say hey let's build relationships with you Versus just handing you a meal and then sending you on your way, you know, because so many that's times that's what a lot of the you know, I, I'm not going to say a lot of agencies. I shouldn't I shouldn't put that in a box like that. But sometimes that's what happens. Here's a meal and then, you know, send you on your way. And that's all it is versus actually getting to know them individually. You know,
2: yeah, exactly. So- and then. And-
3: I'm just going to ask a question. Can you talk about any of the successes that have you seen out of this? I mean, from some of the people, I know you spoke about one that that, you know, got off the streets and now they're with the family member. But any other other type of successes or other people that that are involved in the organization?
2: Yeah, definitely. Um, You know, it's like we were talking earlier, we don't we don't want to enable the homeless. So we're not Mm -hmm. just uh, we're not just out. Passing out a meal and saying goodbye. We know, mm-hmm. we know, iron sharpens iron, and spending time in godly counsel is is going to sharpen and build them up. So, there's actually another success story. Um, one gentleman came to us. It was about two months in, and uh, he said he was done. He's sick and tired of being sick and tired. He was mm. done. Yeah, he's done with the drugs and just wanted to get off the streets. Okay. Uh, so we went through Connect IE and we found him a place to live in Phelan And he didn't care for it too much. So about three weeks later, he was back on a Friday, taking a shower and getting another meal. And we asked him, you know, what happened? What was going on? And and he said, uh, I didn't like that place. There was too many guys there. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I said, all right. okay, Understandable. Understandable. Um, so we, we, we searched a little more. We spent about another week looking for him and we actually ended up uh, placing him at a, in another ministry we partnered with. It's called my father's house ministries. Mm. And so he went up there and, and he filled their last spot, their last bed. And he's been there almost about a month and a half now. And he's, he's completely sober off of the drugs and he actually had some family from Mexico that came in and and visit him. Spent the weekend at the house.
0: Wow!
2: And, yes, they hadn't seen him in years. He just kind of went missing and was living in the streets for. Oh a long my
1: time. gosh!
2: Yeah. So now he has his goal is to finish out the one year program at my father's house ministries, and then okay. he's gonna join his family in Mexico and be a part of their ministry. That oh.
1: My. My goodness! Look at that. Talk about testimonies. That's the that's the things that people want to hear, right there. Like, you
0: know, absolutely.
1: Yeah. How is this impacting the community? How are these? How are people being changed by this? You know, man. See, I didn't even know <laughs> that. See.
0: Aaron, <laughs> the the homeless population is a population that a lot of people shy away from. Uh, whether it's walking down the street or in a store or working with a ministry. What would you say to people that maybe have apprehensions about working with the homeless population or even just interacting with them um, as somebody that's working with that population on a daily basis?
2: Um, Well, I'll be the first to admit that I was, I used to stereotype quite a bit. Uh, Before I knew the Lord, I used to look at a homeless on a corner asking for for money and i would think to myself they're just going to spend it on drugs and alcohol why even help them
0: mm-hmm. and, and
2: uh, after knowing the lord and he did some work in my heart i started just going out and having conversations with the homeless and i come to find out that the judgment and and the, the idea that i had of them was completely wrong and mm-hmm. i ended up meeting some really amazing people that have amazing hearts actually even a lot of homeless had ministered to me <laughs> and
1: uh. <laughs>
2: uh, it's funny because i there was a couple times i went out and i'm like okay i'm gonna i'm gonna go out in these fields i'm gonna go to the camps and i'm gonna try to minister and, and reach people and and then i end up uh, coming across a camp where they're doing a bible study in their what? camp Yes. Nice. nice. So, yeah, he was like, my buddy was like, come on in, sit down. We're having a Bible study. And I, <laughs> <laughs> You're
1: like, oh, okay, yes. Because <laughs> I was looking for you. <laughs>
2: exactly. That's what it was. So I ended up hanging out in his camp with them for about three hours. Wow. And his comprehension and the way he understands the word is so inspiring and so contagious. Mm-hmm. It's, there's so many things from just that three hours of my life that I'll never forget, and that, that permanently changed me. Wow. It's, it's a goal of mine to break that stereotype and to let people know, like, like I was guilty of people who have that stereotype and and, and tell them, Hey, these are people, they're just, they're maybe a little lost. They may be between a rock and a hard spot right now, but a lot of them have a heart of gold. Right. They just need a hand up.
1: Yeah, exactly. Cause I mean, the reality is the way everything is going right now. Um, you know, a lot of us, or, you know, could easily be in that same kind of situation, you know, not by our choice, definitely, you know, uh, and I'm just saying not, not like the drugs and the alcohol, but i mean the unforeseen for circumstances, like losing a job, not having, you know, backup, that kind of thing, and then being forced out, you know, onto the streets, because I'm sure you've heard stories on that end as well. I had a job, I lost my job, I lost everything, and here I am, you know, I just need assistance. I just need somebody to, you know, just, I need help, you know, right?
2: Yep, exactly.
1: Where do you see Restore Unity within the next, I'm even going to go say six months to, I'm not even going to go like five years, but within six months to a year.
2: Currently where we're located in the, the building we're at, our office is located, a bunch of space that just opened up. So we're, mm-hmm. I'm actually meeting with a landlord tomorrow and a couple other organizations Uh, to put together a small community center in Hesperia. Oh, The idea is uh, one organization is the Simba Center, and they're going to be offering free healthcare uh, to those Mm -hmm. who don't have insurance. Uh, Another one is going to be a counseling company and then a case management company. So it's temporarily what we're hoping to open a, uh, like kind of a warming shelter, even like a shelter in place for the next couple months Mm -hmm. and and work on them and, and help them get into another program or into uh, assisted living in some way. And then also to address the, the health, you know, a lot of the health needs. Um, and then beyond that, we're, we're partnering with another organization that has uh, 10 acres in Lucerne Valley. And we're looking to build some tiny homes on that property and build. Wow. A- yes. And we're, we're really praying for that. We're praying for uh, a small community um, where we, it'll be a one year program and graduates from that program can help lead that community. And then also there'll be small like social enterprises. There'll be a little uh, in businesses in a sort of way to empower people mm-hmm. to start their own thing and to earn an income. And then also with schooling on the same same property. So that's wow. that's a big goal. But we're hoping for that one within Woo. the year. Yeah, praying but we serve a big god who could do big things mighty
1: mighty <laughs> right he That's says right. write your plans down and put it before the lord knowing yeah. you know that it, it's gonna happen this is the That's vision right. so write it down present it from the lord present it to the lord and don't have doubt when you pray for it either Exactly. Right?
2: i'm actually going to piggyback off that you say uh write down your plans yeah so i was i was on a, a zoom call with my speaking coach actually uh-huh. And he asked me, he said, okay, present present your company to me. And I told yeah. him. A,
1: yeah,
2: I told him about the plan that we have. We wanna, we wanna fundraise for 10 acres and we wanna build a small community. And mm-hmm. he told exactly what I told you. And the very next week, the organization I'm talking with, my father's house ministries, they're the ones that said, Hey, we have 10 acres in Lucerne Valley. We're willing to put up. We just need a staff to come and staff it. And then another organization came said, hey, we have a design for tiny houses. Are you willing to partner with us? And I'm like, Whoa. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> you got to be kidding me. It was amazing.
1: Oh, my gosh! I said, see, I was just waiting. I was just waiting. I was just waiting. Man, that is truly, truly a testament in itself. That yes. is so good. And the lives that, you, that are going to be changed, like, and their testimonies, you know what I'm saying? Like, over the high desert.
2: Yes, exactly. Out of the high desert. Men. Oh
1: my gosh, this is so exciting!
0: Mm-hmm. Yes,
1: BJ, I see you down there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, uh, we've been talking a lot about um, how things were operating for you guys uh, pre-COVID nineteen. Uh, how have you guys been? What changes have you guys been making to adapt your program during these unique times,
2: Ren? You know, it's number one thing is dropping down our volunteers, making sure we have um, the bare minimum, which has actually been a challenge. We call people and we say, hey, uh, we have to cut down our volunteers this week. And a lot of them show up anyways. <laughs> so they're like, I'm coming for it. Um, and then we're, we're taking uh, just a lot of the precautions, wearing the masks, the gloves, the gowns. Uh, we turned our food bank into a, a drive through food bank. Um, there's no more congregating. So the homeless can come in, take a shower, but unfortunately they have to go. Um, and then there's been a lot of opportunity for us to serve at, say, the, the warming shelter in Victorville. So we're actually the ones that take the shower down there on Tuesdays and Saturdays. And we're able to make more connections that way with the homeless there and also with the other organizations. So a lot of uh, a lot of personal protective equipment, covering your face, don't touch your face, you know, the social distancing. Um, just going by all the, the guidelines that have been put out.
0: But you guys are doing something that nobody else in the high desert is doing. And that was uh, that was you guys were doing drive-through prayer.
2: Yes, yes. Last is a really ah. neat
0: concept. Talk to us about that.
2: Yeah, we um with, with the meal, uh, they come up and we serve them a hot meal and then we we ask them, you know, how could we pray for you? How can we help you? And so as they're coming through, waiting in line to get their meal, you know, we're praying for them, praying over the car. We're putting hands on the car. <laughs> you know, we can't we can't put hands on them, but we're doing everything
1: we yeah. can. Yeah. Nice. So now can people if they now if it's if it now you say it's drive-through but if it, it you know it's a homeless person are they able to walk walk what do you call it walk up walk yeah. through what exactly. <laughs> yeah.
2: they, they walk up and, and they're in uh the shower is in a separate area it's off to the side okay okay so we we have two volunteers out there with the shower and then i would say at most we have four to five homeless congregating at the time you know getting mm-hmm. waiting in line to take a shower Uh, And then we ask them, you know, unfortunately, you got to go. So we give them the meal and they they just, yeah, they go on the other side of the building and eat their meal. And (laughs) that's, that's been the hardest part because it's, uh, you know, like I said before, the the relationship is where, yeah,
1: yeah.
2: So we're, we're still able to minister, but it just has to be from a distance.
1: Right, right. And, and they know what's going on. So they're aware of that. It's just, yeah. It's yeah. just, it's, it's a challenge, you know, it is, it's definitely a challenge, but that challenge, that obstacle hasn't stopped you guys from definitely doing what the Lord has called and has, birth, you know, birthed in you and put in your heart, which is absolutely amazing. Man, this is going to be exciting yeah. to see it just develop even more, just for, you know, to form
2: like, Ooh. Yes, watching this grow has been amazing. God's hand is all in it. Um, actually, another another testimony that's pretty cool. About seven years ago, I uh, I gave my life to the Lord,
0: okay. and
2: it was at Life Church. Oh. <laughs> ah! Yeah, yeah this, is, this is a good one. So, um, you know, not too long ago, a couple months ago, actually, actually it was longer than that. About three months ago, my mom came up to me when she was a part of the organization, and mm-hmm. she said, "Hey, there's this this guy Will who heard about the organization and." And uh, wants to see what's going on. I was like, okay, all right. And, and he came up to me and said, hey, I, I think the you know the spirit's been speaking to me. You know, I'd like to hear about what you guys are doing and possibly get involved. I'm like, all right. So we uh, we go out and we have lunch together, and we got to talking about our, our background a little bit, and we bring up Life Church, and he says, oh yeah, I used to go to Life Church, and then it clicked. <laughs> it clicked right there on the spot. And I asked, I said, were you on the prayer team? And he says, yes. And I said, you're the one who prayed for me. You led me through the sinner's prayer, and I gave my life to the uh... Lord. Right there in your hand,
1: seven yep. years ago. Yeah. Look at that. that yeah, yep. that's and, been a while.
2: Yeah, go He's volunteering for the organization. He's a vice president on the board of directors. Yes, and uh, it's it's amazing. The, the relationships that God is bringing to us
1: and he could just you know and he brings it just completely around like it, it was it's amazing and then when you told me that story I said wait what I was like we were at the school then we were at the yep. at the middle school oh my gosh yeah, yeah my uh,
2: my good buddy Julian was the drummer there. So that's how we got on. That. Oh,
1: Julian!
2: <laughs> oh.
1: Yeah. I remember when he had his baby and everything. Oh,
2: flashback yeah, yeah.
1: memories. Oh, anyway. He's,
2: uh, and he's he's doing really good. Actually, Is he? he lives, Is he uh, still uh, in the high desert? Yeah, he lives about a block away from me. So we. Uh, wow.
1: Yeah, oh. We
2: just reconnected recently, and we've been working out a little bit. <gasps> oh. My. Hey, tell him we need a drummer. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'll tell him. Oh.
3: Yep. Oh, there you go. I'm to put, put that plug in. We, we do need a drummer.
2: That's right. I'm going to tell him.
1: <laughs> he would be like, what?
2: Yeah, yeah. Better yet, I'll, I'll share awesome. the podcast with him. So he there you it. go.
1: Yeah. Julian, we need a drummer. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: so when all this is over, we expect to see you. <laughs> Come right. visit us. That's right. That is crazy. That is, that is so amazing. That is just absolutely amazing. And so you and your wife and your mom, so this is just a whole family thing. This is so cool. This is so cool. Now is Whit, is Whitney available? Is she there? No. Is she with you? Okay. No. She hasn't come back yet. Okay, guys, we were going to try to get her to hop on, but we'll get her next time.
2: Yes, that's right. Next time. <laughs>
1: so this is going to be so how do you um uh I guess I was going into the summer because as we know it can get quite you know it gets quite hot up here in the high desert it can get and I'm expecting because we had a late winter we're going to be having a longer summer definitely and so how does that how do you guys manage you know like you're keeping them keeping them cool keeping them like what how does that look like like that dynamic
2: you know, this will this will be our first summer, so it's going to be a learning experience for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Are you guys already in the planning planning mode for for that or?
2: Yeah, uh, we're planning this community center mm-hmm. and possibly a shelter in place. We're not one hundred percent sure on that, but got uh, it. As time goes on, our hours are going to expand and, and our doors will be open more and more for them to come and hang out. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we started, I actually I went out to the homeless and I asked, "What's what's the number one thing you need?" And mm. number one was a shower and number two was just a place to chill. Wow. <laughs> so I'm like, right, like That's what I'm going for. And we want to create this, uh, this safe space where we can minister and shower them and, and lead them from A to B.
1: Right. 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 Not just, and not just a place just to, just to come hang out, but uh-huh. there's going to be some things. Yeah. Yes. We're going to give you, you're going to get what you want, what you're expecting. However, that's right. Yeah. Got it. And you said it earlier, you said that, you know, your mission is, it's not to enable them, but it's to move them, you know, to the next, you know, to the next level, which I think sometimes some, some groups might miss that because, you know, BJ, we talked about it when, even when we did um, our Africa trip, you know, the mission wasn't to just go in and just do everything for them, but to get them to you know, sustain, to be able to sustain on their own, be sustainable, you know, when we leave. Yeah. You have to Self, equip self-sufficient yes yes yeah
3: definitely well, i like the concept because god 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 meets us where we are mm-hmm. and, and and you did, you brought up a good thing when you go into the home homeless in, uh, camps and and you just meet them where they are yeah i mean that's jesus he's walking he just meets people where they are
2: yes exactly and actually the one that uh that ministered to me that night um, one of the first times I met him, it was the second week of our program, and uh, it was December 20th, and I went out to the fields, and it was right after we had all that big snow, you know, and it, oh. <laughs> yeah, it, I went out in the morning, and I, I came across this guy, he's sitting in a muddy hole wearing nothing but his underwear, oh.
0: and I was like,
2: what's going on, man, and I, I looked behind him and noticed his his clothes were hanging up to dry because he slept in this hole, it got snowed on, it was muddy, um, so I said, uh, Hey bud, like every Friday I can get you new clothes, uh, a fresh, fresh meal and a shower. And he said, what day is it? And I'm like, it's Friday, baby. Come with me. Oh, <laughs> yeah.
1: oh, yes.
2: yeah. he, he started, he started laughing and he started saying, praise God. And, and, um, uh, there, there are two images from that day. Well, actually three, him sitting in that muddy hole and, and two, uh, two other images I'll never forget was him coming, walking out of the shower, walking through the parking lot, still steaming from head to toe from the hot shower. And then the third one was later in the evening, leading all of our volunteers in praise and worship. Whoa. At that point, after seeing that transformation, that just a meal, a shower and and, and fellowship can have, I knew this is it. I'm never going to give up on this. This is my vision right here.
1: That's what, that's what, that's your drive right there. Is that, that vision, right? Do you ever, Aaron, personally, do you ever, um, Sometimes do you ever feel just overwhelmed and kind of like, Lord, what have you got? What are you leading me to? Are you, how do you, how do you work through that? I know prayer, but you know, yes. our listeners kind of want to hear that because, you know.
2: Absolutely. yeah. <laughs> and it, it, it can get tough at times. Um, seeing, especially when families with children come through, that tends to have a, a pretty mm. tough toll on me. Uh, but I, I keep going to my leaders and keep asking, you know, what, what do I have to do to to just to stay up, you know, and everybody keeps telling me prayer and fasting. You got to mm-hmm. stay prayed up, stay prayed up, stay in your word and fast. Um, and, it, and it does get to me at times. Um, sometimes I wish I could just shake people, you know, and they would change. But, yeah. Right, yeah. you know, so I, I know with time and experience and um, getting used to this, it's going to help me out. But it, it does, it does take a toll on me.
1: Yeah, I, I can imagine because, you know, you it's, it's like you're, you know, you t- you're almost, you take the burdens of them, you know, so it, it can be, you know, so exactly. you, it's definitely, you have to learn the balance of that of, okay, this is a ministry, this is what I'm called to do, and, you know, at some point learn how to, you know, am I saying that right, Will? Yeah. Balance that, right? Yeah,
3: yeah, you you, learn it's learn a, a balance, balance it's right?
1: right? It's a balance, right? And,
3: and how to, 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 you take it home with you, and sometimes it's kind of hard, Especially when you have kids on your own. Especially when you yeah. see kids that are, you know, that are homeless. Like the other mm-hmm. day, we were there. I was like, "God, this guy is pretty young." But um, he was actually out of high school, but he still looked like a young kid. He was homeless, and and he was with a couple other people. And I was like, "Wow!" I couldn't really, you know, get deep into him and start a relationship because of the social distancing thing. But I really wanted to, <laughs> um, but it was kind of hard. But he, he, you know, he helped out, and I'm pretty sure he'll be back again.
2: Yeah. yeah. You will. I actually, I ran into him yesterday, Will. Oh, we, yeah? Yeah, we had a little conversation. He was walking down the street, and I asked him, are you are going to be there Friday? And he said, yep. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, I'll nice. make you guys get to connect.
1: Nice. Yeah. Exactly. That is so awesome, Aaron. Wow. I'm over, I'm just, I'm, I'm just floored right now. Because, mm-hmm. like, you know, you hear people, you know, you hear about different, um, you know, agencies, groups, and so forth doing things. But then something like this is just, um, it, it's amazing because you don't know all the back end of it. <laughs> so
3: Restoring Unity is also, it, 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 Restoring Unity is a 501c company. And so you can expand. So if somebody wanted to support Restoring Unity and they wanted to get some like tax uh, deduction offerings and things like that, too, yes. how, how would somebody support us? Yes.
2: yes. So you can go to restoreunity.com and there's an option there to donate and also get involved. And then uh, we're currently working on getting the donate section on Facebook. So wow.
1: that's okay. a little
2: delayed, but, um, but yeah, you could donate through through the, the website. Okay.
1: And you do have a Facebook page, right? Yes. Okay. And that's restore unity. Yep. Yep. Okay. And your email, if somebody wanted to just personally reach out to you.
2: Yes. It'll be info at restore
1: Got it. Got it. You guys got that info at restore <laughs> Yes. Aaron, we are definitely, listeners, keep Aaron, the volunteers, and this, what do we call? is it an agency? Do we call it an agency? I want to be, I want to be right. <laughs>
2: yeah, I call it, I call it a ministry, a community ministry. ministry. Yeah, yeah, ministry.
1: Let's yes. say ministry. We're going to stay, stick with ministry. Ministry.
2: You know, and I, I know, technically we're a non but I just don't like that term. Non-profit. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <So> I, right? <laughs> I, I, I tend to go with a community benefit or a ministry.
1: Oh, community benefit. Community benefit. I like that. Hmm, very creative. I definitely. BJ.
0: I'm running down the word community benefit because I like that.
1: <laughs> 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 yeah, he's taking that one. He has definitely taken that one.
0: Yeah, I just want to say that they do have a great website. Um, I'm not saying I have nothing to do with it, but I was looking at it the other day. Very <laughs> easy to use, uh, and which makes it good to get the information out there. Uh, Aaron, I just have nothing but admiration for you and your wife. Yes, you guys are you're raising a family, and you're doing your best to be obedient to God. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've I've only hung out with you a couple times, but the, I, I can see the interaction you have with your volunteers. You've built relationships with them, but more importantly. Uh, the relationship with the people you're helping they come to you they know that you are there for them and that's that's as somebody that's just watching from the outside i want you to know that's very prevalent and that's very Mm -hmm. uh it's very easy to see the relationship that you've built with them and it's very easy to see uh the jesus in you when you're interacting with them
1: definitely
3: i mean i like i I really like the the whole concept i mean that the goal is that you're you're doing the work at at, at, at uh, Jubilee, but yet you're not members of Jubilee. So yep. it, it really shows the heart of the church. And I think also one of the goals for restoring unity was to actually restore all the churches back together to come together to help the community. Yeah. Uh, you want to share? You want to share a little bit about those who come together? I mean, yet like you say, you have different organizations or different churches, but the goal is that we as a, a as a whole church, a church body, to help community, not an individual church or individual person, but um, to have all the churches to come together as a whole, as a body.
2: Exactly. And, and we have, um, like, like our mission, we have to be aware of a perceived disunity uh, because we're, we're isolated in, in these boxes, you know, in the walls. And sometimes we feel like uh, churches aren't doing what they're supposed to be doing, but really mm-hmm. they're working on their strengths and they're working on what God called them to do. Uh, like, for instance, we go to The Rock in Hesperia and they have a really strong discipleship program. So that's their strength. And Jubilee has a really strong outreach program and that's mm-hmm. their. So the goal is to bring these organizations together to bring the church, like you're saying, the churches is together and say, hey, let's put our let's put our minds. Let's put our strengths and our skills together to make mm-hmm. a greater impact for the kingdom. That's been that's been a huge goal of ours. That's number one.
1: It's common. It's coming it's coming you yes, know it is. That,
2: <laughs> it just like is.
1: anything we have to put the work in but it's definitely coming and you're right. and you are in such a short time since december of 2019 you're already yes. seeing the fruits of your labor like you're seeing the fruit yes. so it's going to be so exciting guys that as as um, restore unity continue down you know down this journey that there's just going to be even more fruit coming it's just going to be amazing And so that's one of the things too, that, you know, we always, you stay, stay in obedience to the Lord and not go before him and not go after him, but you stay in alignment with him every step of the way. You know, there might be times I get it, you know, especially when we're, you know, when we see God blessing our, our, you know, the visions that he's given us and he's blessing us, it's, it can be so easy to kind of go before him and and jump ahead of him. And that's not what he's calling you to do. And you're not doing it. I see it. You're, you're careful. You're very mindful and staying in alignment. I get it. I totally get it. And so that is definitely, we will be praying with you guys and for you guys for that. Yeah, definitely.
2: Thank you very much.
1: Yeah. Oh, you're so humble, and you're just so sweet. Just such a sweet spirit. That's what he, That's what people need. Yeah, that's what they need. The hands and feet. That's it, Aaron. You're it. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Definitely. I'm glad we've had this time just to take, you know, to take this, you know, just have a moment and and really just kind of highlight, you know, highlight you and restore unity and when what's happening in the community. So we're going to pray for you guys. Yeah.
3: No, oh, please.
1: Yeah, definitely.
3: Well, before we pray, are there any upcoming events coming oh, up? Oh, yeah. Or are there anything yeah. Uh, that that we need to pray for, and and, and also any upcoming events that are that happening besides, you know, every Friday or
2: currently, no. Currently, it's just yeah. Until this COVID thing lifts, you know, so... <gasps> it's yeah. it's
3: limiting to what we can do. I mean, we, have to, we definitely have to honor honor our government and make sure we're doing All right.
1: Definitely, yeah, definitely keep that in mind. But then, as um as we come out as we come out of this, because this will not last forever, we know that. Um, I'm sure there'll be some things, you know, opportunities for people. Even now, though, there's still opportunities for people to still volunteer if they want to get involved and feel that you know the the Lord has called them to this to serve in this manner. They can always contact you and connect with you and get you know and start in in that kind of way. So that's always good. Yeah. Yes. Well, BJ, you have any closing?
0: No, I just uh, <laughs> I had an opportunity to be a part of the drive through prayer this last week. And mm-hmm. it was, it was an awesome just to be able to watch Aaron and his team work. And yeah. um, just, uh, Will, I know you're there serving on Fridays. And I just want to say on behalf of the, uh, not just the body of Christ, but just the community. Thank you guys.
1: Absolutely. For the work you guys mm-hmm. are
0: doing on Fridays. And Aaron, just, uh,
2: just thank you. Thank you for being obedient to God. Awesome. absolutely thank, thank you guys for helping out i really appreciate it
1: we're just a small part but there we are <laughs> well, <absolutely.
2: laughs>
1: this you know god gives everybody platforms and this was it this is it for us this is the platform so i'm like okay let's use it lord let's go
2: let's yep go. I, I love what you guys are doing yeah.
1: <laughs> so let's go ahead and close out and for will you want to close this out
3: sure yeah
1: let's go ahead and
3: anybody else can join in afterwards oh yeah yes yeah, lord Father, we thank you, Father God. We thank you, Father God, for opportunities. Opportunities, Lord, in which we could serve you, Father God. Because your word says that, you know, you, you give us so much, Lord, but it's not for us, it's for your glory. And Father, we thank you for your glory. We thank you, Father God, for your presence, O oh Lord, Father God. Lord, we, it's not that the presence in us, Father God, but the presence that falls upon us, Lord. And Lord, may you continue that presence to fall upon each and every, uh, the, the workers that come through restore unity, Father God. May your presence still fall upon Aaron and his family, Father yes. God. May your presence fall upon Jubilee, Father God. And we praise you, Father God, for your word, Father God, because this is to glorify you, Lord. Not us, oh Father God. Father, you have a plan, Father God. Plans have been brought before you, Father God. You put plans in the hearts of those people who were building the, 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 the small the small houses or tiny houses, whatever they want to call them, Father God. But you put the plans, just like you gave the plans to Moses to build the tabernacle, the, the for the sanctuary, Father God, you gave the plans, Lord. And Lord, we just we want to bring those plans into fruition, Father. We want to bring them into to to make them real. And that people hear about them, Father God, so we can do your work. We just want to be the hands and feet, Lord. And if the hands and feet need to go through restoring unity, Father God, mm-hmm. let the hands and feet go through restoring unity, Father God, for you to move, Father God, because you are our lamp unto our feet, Lord. You light each pathway, Father God. Father God, may your spirit go before us, O Lord, as your spirit has always done those divine appointments, Lord.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Your know, things spread so fast in the homeless community, Father God. So right now, Father God, we want your spirit to spread. We want your love to spread, Father God. Your relationship, Father God, your covenant, Father God, your love covenant that you have for us, Father God. A new covenant through Christ. So Father, we thank you right now May you bless, restore unity, Father God. May you bless those who come, Father God, and and, and just touch a plate. Because, Lord, if your spirit can be on a rock, and a rock can cry out, Lord. Mm. If your spirit can be on a mule, a donkey, and that donkey can speak, Lord, how much more can we do if your spirit is upon mankind? So, Father, we call upon that spirit to lead us and continue to flow and Father, may you bless, restore unity, Father God. Bless them to the fullest, overflowing, Father God. Yes. Overflowing, Father God, because you are a living water. Let the living waters flow. Let the living waters overflow from your will. And Father, we thank you, Lord. We thank you that your rivers can flow through us. Mm-hmm. And Father, we commit all to you, Lord. All to you, We give you the glory, not us, Father God, but we give you the glory. And may we continue to to give a different kind of worship, a different kind of worship, maybe a song and praise, Father God, but a different kind of worship that shows love and gratitude and thanksgiving, Father God, to your people. Thank you. Bless
1: them, Lord, and we Bless give him. thanks in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, Amen. 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 Aaron, I had a thought. Just, um, I had another thing come to my mind. Um, so, if people want to donate, what type of things are you take? What type of things do you guys accept as far as donations?
2: Um, any kind of hygiene products, toothpaste, toothbrushes, okay, shampoos um, and conditioners, uh, underwear and socks, clothing, and okay. food, and then you could drop that all off at a our address 960 High Avenue. And we're there Tuesdays and Thursdays and Fridays, 9 to 5.
1: Got it. Okay. And we'll go ahead and post that up as well. So definitely.
2: And one, one more thing before we go, I want to share a, yes. a cool acronym from the word COVID. It's uh, Christ <laughs> over the viruses and infectious diseases.
1: Hey, I like nice. that. <laughs> yes. That's right. Christ is over it all. And it's coming to an end soon. Quick, Yes. <laughs> Aaron, I want to thank you again for taking time to share with us.
2: Yes. Thank you all. I love you guys. Love you too. I love you too. Kiss
1: you, and I won't see you till Sunday. <laughs> hey, all I just right. want to
0: say real fast. I got a random, random fun fact. Did you know the, the letter E is the most common letter in the English language? It appears at 11% of all words. <laughs>
1: And that's his random fact. But that's what COVID is doing to you. <laughs> you making you come up with some random facts.
3: Because I oh, see yeah. that everywhere now, these things that people are putting out oh, yeah. Oh, you have yeah. a lot of time on your hands.
0: <laughs> Quarantine way too long. See, it's an E. There you, see, there you go. There you
1: go. There you go. There you go. All right.
0: Hey, guys, don't forget to like and share the uh, Elevated Faith Facebook group. And, of course, you can always find us on Instagram at
1: elevated faith underscore Godspot
0: <laughs> and 24/7 email is
1: Godspot 316 at gmail.com
0: praise reports prayer requests shout outs mm-hmm. everything we want to hear them all guys if you want
1: to be on the show just hey yeah, all, all of it you can reach exactly us. let
0: us know and as we always say there is unity
1: in, in the, the
0: community. community there you go hey guys Until next time, be safe and have a blessed and favored week. Bye! You've been listening to the gospel powered by Elevated Faith. Don't forget, for prayer, prayers reports, and daily encouragement, head over to Facebook and like the Elevated Faith Facebook group. The intro and outro song is a song called Let It Go, powered by J Someday Music. Find her on SoundCloud at soundcloud.com forward slash J Someday. Or on Instagram at Jay Someday. Contact us 24 hours a day via email at gunspot316 at gmail.com. From our family to yours, have a blessed and favored week.